Hey guys, this is Jackson here. Welcome back to episode three of my podcast, Jack's Adventures. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, X-Y-B-E-R-J-A-X-X, that's Cyberjax. Um, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please give me uh, five stars and leave some comments. Today's episode, I kind of want to get into one of my first travel stops I mentioned in the previous episode was uh, first time on a plane, uh, first time traveling outside of uh, Canada was to England. I was, I want to say 14, 13 and 14, uh, was about 17 years ago. <laughs> quite a, quite a while. Um, this was the summer in, uh, when I was in uh, high school. I believe it was my grade nine summer break. Uh, went to flew for the first time uh, from Toronto Pearson Airport to. Uh, England uh, landed in Heathrow Airport. Uh, first time flying by myself or f- flying in general. Uh, definitely a little nervous, <laughs> excited. Uh, so I have some relatives in England, and it was my uncle, my mom's younger brother, Uncle Noon. He was picking me up at the airport. So I saw a familiar face when I landed, which is great. Um, it is a little nerve-wracking when you're traveling by yourself, for the, especially for the first time. I remember I was pretty young as well. Um, you don't really know where to go, what to do, so you just kind of follow the crowd, maybe ask a question to some information kiosk, but uh, eventually you find your way. Um, eventually got out and then spotted uh, my uncle. I think I met him prior to that. When I was really young, he must have came once to Canada to see me, and I obviously seen him in pictures, and that's the, I think the only real way that I was able to spot him. Super nice to see relatives who you haven't seen in in a long time. He was there with his uh, his son David, who was uh, pretty young at the time. I think he was make, maybe eight years old, kind of like a scrawny, he had like wavy hair, um, with glasses. And, uh, you know, hopped in his, uh, I think it was a van or a truck, and drove uh, to his place. He didn't live that far from uh, Heathrow Airport. I think it was like maybe a 30-minute drive or so. He lives in uh, Ingham or Surrey or in Staines. Uh, It's about an hour or so southwest of London. And the first thing I noticed was uh, how small how much smaller the vehicles were, how much smaller the roads were, and how much smaller the houses were, like, built so close together, just because of the sheer history of uh, England. It's, you know, been around for so much uh, longer. The infrastructure is so much smaller, where they they used to have basically, uh, you know, enough space for, like, horse and buggies back in transportation days, and then they built the houses around their transportation system and then never really could expand because their houses had already been built and they can't really move them. So when you see their paved roads, um, really there's, there's cars parked. There's barely even one lane. There's cars parked on the side and cars basically have to 
drive up single lane or sometimes have to go up on the curb to to continue driving down these residential streets i was super surprised coming from canada in uh ontario here our streets and everything is massive our houses there's so much room <laughs> and our, our roads and cars are, are huge as well so that was a, a big culture shock for me uh even just landing landing in england and, and um while i was there and descending on the airplane my ears were really popping and i didn't realize that that had happened and it was plugged for a while so you know i got there for a day or two and it was completely plugged. i had no idea how to uh unplug it internet wasn't uh you know fully available at that time like i think my my uncle had a dial-up and he, you know he had control of the uh the phone cable that goes into the modem to dial up and he only let us use it for maybe a few hours uh in the evening a day and at that time uh i didn't have like cellular data i wasn't uh that popular back then to uh be that prominent like phones were basically like a nokia 3100 touch phone you know or a keypad phone um so I stayed with my uncle and the whole idea was to kind of live with my uncle for a while and uh, work with him. He was a general contractor and uh, kind of get a different experience in life because both of my brothers had done that actually. I have two older brothers, Sakta and Prisha. Um, they did go visit and Prisha specifically stayed with my uncle Noon and uh, worked <laughs> with him as a general contractor every day uh, I remember him telling me that it's uh, pretty hard work and my mom was saying that uh, he's a kind of tough guy to live with and he definitely lived up to that description so he kind of is like a drill sergeant it's he's very uh, short uh, loud boisterous um, sometimes aggressive on how he wants things done so whether he wants you up in the morning and if you're not up he's basically just leaving and then you're not working for the day so you're not making any money um, and when he wants things done he wants it done his way so if it's not done his way it's not right gonna do it again so learning to do that when you know i've only really worked in retail situations back in canada and going here, working with my hands in more of a construction type of uh, environment was very different because I was not used to it. I didn't really have any skills to transfer over. So I was really learning as I went, mostly um, kind of grunt work, like cleaning, uh, putting stuff away and tearing down uh, a lot of painting work. So that's a, just cleaning the walls, sanding and cleaning them again and masking and then painting finally. And then some heavy lifting sometimes, but uh, really monotonous in the days that they worked was pretty long. Like, I mean, they'd be up at like six and then they'd work all the way to like 4 p.m., typically in London or wherever their clients were working. Um, I remember he had a, one colleague named Sonny who's like a brown guy there. He's super nice as well. What young, young guy, I'd probably say he was in his 30s or so. And then my uncle and myself, and we'd kind of just like uh, work away at whatever uh, projects he was working on. And then, you know, having some pay, which was good, but that was my life. I was just hanging out with my uncle, getting to know my cousin, which I've never met before as well, David. 
Um, it was really cute. Like, he was young at the time and then just asked me a ton of questions and follow me around the house. <laughs> um, at that time, all, all I really wanted to do was kind of, like, drink and go hang out, go do some cool stuff. But I didn't really know how. Like, I'm in a foreign country. I didn't know anybody. Uh, internet was super limited. So after about a month, uh, you know, I, the internet that I did get, I started to look online. Um, I remember internet, I was basing, there wasn't Facebook we were using. We were, uh, I believe I was using uh, Asian Avenue. And then it was at that weird time where there's like uh, High Five or other, these, these in-between kind of uh, social media things that broke up before Facebook came out. But Asian Avenue was a prominent one that I was still kind of checking out. And from there, uh, I started to search online for music festivals that were coming up in the dates that I was there. And I did find one called God's Kitchen, where Tiesto was spinning and a lot of other headliners that I didn't necessarily know. But I know I've always wanted to go to a music festival in England because, you know, <laughs> I went to uh, raves in Canada but and in Toronto, but you know, when you see videos of the vast uh, culture, electronic culture and the, and the party culture in uh, England or in Europe, it is, you know, vastly greater because they've been doing it for so much longer. And I wanted to at least go to one and say that I did it for a summer. So looked it up and I'm like, tickets were available. And but this is uh, back in the day. So this is like HMV is where they sold tickets. So I saved up enough money from uh, working, and uh, when we went to the mall, found an HMV, and then I asked for God's Kitchen tickets, and lo and behold, they had it. So haven't had to buy tickets manually from a from a brick and mortar store, and then got some tickets from there, and I officially had it. So now it's basically working out the logistics of how I'm actually going to go to this party because it, it was probably a couple hours away. I think it was in Marsland Airfield, so it was basically an old uh, landing strip where they're holding this music festival. Uh, through the website, I think there was kind of like a rave community that I started messaging with, and uh, I started messaging uh, this one girl named Emma, who kind of lived kind of close to me. I think we hung out once or twice. Um, she met like my uncle. I think we chilled at a pub. And then she was also going to this party. So I'm like, this is this is perfect. So we made plans to kind of travel together, like take the meet up and take the train. And then we'll take the train all the way up. Because she knew the way. I, I obviously didn't. And then once we, once we met up that day, took the train. And then we took it all the way <clears throat> up. And then we went to a main station near London. All these other people started hopping on that were going to this party, and you can totally tell they're going to this rave because they're dressed in bright colors and face paint and decorative. I'm like, this is wild. It's like the closer we get, the more people are joining onto the journey. And I met uh, some of these other guys. Uh, I think one was from Canada, one was from the States, one was from the UK, one from Scotland. Uh, I was looking at these pictures. Uh, it was on my uh, Microsoft storage account. Uh, and uh, I was looking at these pictures of, like, me going to the festival uh, on the trip, and it, it looked madness. And from what I can uh, remember, it was a crazy night. Uh, mud everywhere because it was raining, and it's basically just an airfield, and people were falling everywhere. So people were just soaked in mud, 
Uh, some people were going crazy and like rolling around in the mud, uh, like sliding in it, swimming in it. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, I do remember this one very specific point. Uh, you know, I did find some party favors and then I got separated from the group and Tiesto was on. So I was looking or just walking around trying to find some friends. And then he played uh, As the Rush Comes by Motorcycle. And as soon as that song came on, everything hit at the right point. And it was one of the best moments I've had, uh, I want to say, in my life, or at least in a really long time that I can remember, because I just stopped, listened, totally present in that moment, and just danced. Danced my heart out. It brought back basically everything that I was feeling to, you know, home and where I was and the adventure that I was on and kind of really humbled me to I'm listening to Tiesto with the, you know, thousands of partying strangers in uh, in the music festival in England. The goal that I set out for years back finally came true and the realization of all that kind of hit at that moment. And it was really, uh, you know, blessed to be in that uh, environment and to be there for that time. The tough thing was... Uh, in the morning on the way back like oh my god everyone looked like zombies I felt like I was dead myself <clears throat> and then we took the train all the way back and the mayhem that felt like uh, my uncle actually had to pick me up in the next morning so I gave him a call he came to drive to I think it was the next town over so I was pretty close it was where Emma was staying um, he picked me up and then I came home and I was probably dead for like three days with a crazy headache and hangover. But that was kind of my England experience. Uh, you know, I biked around town. He, he pretty lived close to uh, Windsor Castle, which is where uh, the royal family spends their summers. And then a lot of people have heard Stains. They think they've heard Stains because of uh, Ali G, um, the comedian guy. Uh, I think Seth Cohen plays uh, his role. And he plays kind of like a Rudy gangster from Stains. And, uh, you know, there are people that are totally like that. So he's his depiction of that is not wrong. I thought it was really nice over there. Um, I would love to go back now that, you know, I'm an adult. Some of the big things that I've noticed was the, the cost. Obviously, the pound is so much more money than Canadian dollar. At that point, it was like $2.50 for one pound. Uh, that's the first time you don't tip over there. I bought a drink, left a tip, and he's like, hey, man, you forgot your change. I'm like, oh, shit. So <laughs> I just took it. I guess people just don't tip in England as well. Uh, and then I took a trip to um, a nightclub as well, to an uh, electronic club in London, because that's another goal I wanted to do, to see, kind of see the nightlife, not just the, a music festival. So I, I ventured out on my own again, just took the train to London, which is a lot easier I could do. Uh, I kept hearing... Um, on BBC Radio 1, they were playing ads for Camden Palace, which where they play like uh, electronic music. So I definitely was drawn to this place. I, f I finally found it, went in. The music was pretty good. Um, the club wasn't that packed. And, uh, you know, trying to make friends when you're by yourself like that from another country is not always the easiest because I'm putting myself in other people's shoes. And if random people were talking to me at the club, I'd be kind of weirded out. So I, that's the basic face that I got when I was out there. But eventually, uh, I did manage to just chat with a couple of people that were there. And uh, they were really nice. We were having a couple of drinks. And then they invited me over to an after party at one of their buddies' house. And I'm like, wow, yeah, man, absolutely, I'm down. So we went over there. We just chilled out. One of the girls, she was Asian and she was from America. So that was really nice. We had a connection there. The rest of the guys were pretty young. 
Um, we were chilling there. Uh, one of them was a DJ, and he was playing a million times better music than what was playing in the club. And I was flabbergasted because he was playing like uplifting trance, and I was just vibing out really well. And it was really nice weather. It was warm out. And after that, I was able just to take the um, the train back. And then again, my uncle picked me up, and I had a, another great adventure by myself going to London. Um, after that, <clears throat> I actually. Stayed a little bit longer, worked with my uncle, um, and then from there we went to France. But that I'm gonna leave that for another episode. I think we chatted a little bit enough of my experience in England. Um, I'd rate it pretty high. Like I mean, the culture there is is uh, phenomenal, and it's the roots of Canadian culture as we're colonized by the British. Uh, you know, obviously all of on our money, we still have the Queen. Um, on our currency, on our coins, uh, a lot of our systems are built off that, and uh, we were a Commonwealth country. So when we go over there, it's you know humbling to pay kind of that respect back to uh, the country that that sprung us, our you know our systems and our culture and everything that uh, we're kind of led here in Canada. So that was cool. Um, that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover on my England trip, my very first time on a plane and first time outside of Canada. Uh, next one will probably be my next one in France. Um, but in between, I'll kind of pepper in either like uh, an interview I want to get some guests in um, and then maybe talk about some best practices that I do with traveling, such as uh, what places do I pick, as well as how do I book the cheapest flights or the most convenient flights and kind of things of how I prepare for my trip as well so that's everything guys again if you can follow me on uh, instagram x-y-b-e-r-j-a-x-x uh whatever platform you're listening to this on uh give me five stars and leave some comments um it's been great thanks again bye